Hi, everybody. Um, I'm one of Andy's team of carers. My name's Melanie. Um, I'm also Andy's friend, and it's a real privilege for me to be Andy's voice today. Hello, everybody. So you've seen a little bit about my life. I don't know how it looks to you, but actually it's not bad. When I watched our testimony video for the first time, I was shocked by how disabled I looked. Even though it was me on the video, I never feel that disabled. I find plenty of enjoyment, and after many years, there's also fulfillment. What you didn't see was my inability to sleep very well. So I often spend many hours in bed, but not asleep, where I'm unable to do anything but think. You're probably thinking, what a wonderful time to pray. The problem is, when I pray like I think everyone else does, I run out of stuff to say after about 10 minutes, or my mind wanders and I realize I'm no longer praying, but I can't remember when or how I stopped. In early October, Tim gave me the subject of the authority of Jesus. I find that I can spend hours pondering subjects like this, and I think this is my way of praying. When I first began thinking about what I would say to you this morning, I was determined not to talk about the authority that Jesus has given to us. And there were two reasons. The first one is that, to be honest, I don't know. The second is I'm aware that some people have very strong and entrenched views about the power and authority that Christians still possess and how they should use it. However, as time went on, I realized I couldn't avoid talking about it, and I remembered something my maths teacher used to tell me. It doesn't matter if you end up with the wrong answer as long as you show you're working out. And this is still valuable, so here we go. On one occasion, Jesus was equipping his 12 disciples to go out into the towns and villages ahead of him. We read in Luke that when Jesus was commissioning them, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and cure diseases. However, it was different when Jesus ascended into heaven and spoke to them again. This is known as the Great Commission and is widely believed to be what Jesus wants all his followers, including us, to do today. He said, All authority in heaven and on the earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. I guess from this we can assume that we possess delegated authority to share the gospel. But was this it? Or did he give us the same authority as his disciples? I was troubled by this. There are Christians in the New Testament that seem to be using the authority of Jesus. Yet I couldn't find when Jesus had actually said that they had it. It probably hasn't gone unnoticed that I'm in a wheelchair and unable to speak clearly. This is despite many Christians claiming authority over my disability and invoking the name of Jesus. This has left me confused and reluctant to receive any prayer in public. When I began preparing this talk, 
I wanted to say they are totally wrong and we don't have the same authority as Jesus and his disciples. However, again in Luke, when Jesus sent out 72 of his followers, he didn't tell them specifically he was giving them authority either, but when they returned, they expressed their amazement that the demons obeyed them. And Jesus confirmed that in fact, he had given them spiritual authority. I don't know why Christians in the first century were so prolific at healing while we rarely see it. But these followers were not limited to the 11 remaining disciples. So I can only assume that they, along with us, have been given spiritual authority as well. I could put together a theological answer as to why spiritual healings don't seem to be as universal as now, but I can still get disillusioned by this lack of spiritual activity today. I think I'm here today to encourage you that you do have spiritual authority and you should boldly use it. But I think the reason God is asking me to tell you this is because I'm going to tell you to do it with the utmost care and compassion. When you are praying with someone for their healing, you do have the authority of Jesus, but you are not Jesus. Therefore, you have no idea if God will heal them or not. So you must consider the feelings of the person you're praying for and how they will feel if Jesus doesn't heal them after you've prayed. We mustn't shout at mentally ill people, even if we think we're casting out demons, nor should we be commanding wheelchair users to have more faith and stand up. We also mustn't assume that we know what somebody would like prayer for, or even if they would like prayer at all, we mustn't inflict our spiritual authority onto people who may not want it. I'm now going to ask people to do something really brave. I would like you to raise your hands if you want prayer. Those of you sitting close to somebody who has their hand up, please ask the person what they would like prayer for and pray with authority. But while you're praying, consider that what you're praying for may not actually be God's will and God might have a better idea. While you're praying for each other, I would love a few people to come and lay hands on me and pray. I would like people to pray for the health of myself and my family, to be a good husband, a great father, and continue receiving stable care provision. Thank you for listening.